0: Welcome to another podcast from Five Church Ministries. We hope you enjoyed this message by Pastor Daniel Hagan.
1: Praise God. Let's stay standing. Let's give Jesus the biggest shout of all. Just a massive shout out. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Come on, let it out, let it out. Let's praise Him this morning. Jesus, 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 Jesus. We love you, 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 we love you. Jesus. Praise God. All right, grab your seats. The band's done an amazing job again leading us in worship. Let's give the band a round of applause. We thank them for their ministry. Uh, Mums, could I get you to stand for a moment? We've got something special for you shortly, but I just want to give you a big cheer too. It's Mother's Day after all. Let's give the mums a round of applause. Thank you for who you are and what you do. We appreciate you. We hope you have a great day today. All right, Mother's Day is a special day for many reasons. Nevin, give us a shout out. What happened in 1969? 48, I mean. Hang on, wait, wait, I'll give you the microphone. If you need fact fact checks, then go to this man. Here we go.
0: Okay, George Soros and Snopes is a liar, there's a fact. But no, on the 14th of May, 1948, uh, can a nation be made in a day Isaiah 66, 8 was fulfilled? I, I dread to think, which I've actually seen on Facebook this morning, people denying the holiday that it took six million Jews, but... That was the fuel for the fight. Rabbis who came into the, uh, would have died laughing if they heard the nation would be made in a day three years later who perish. But it did happen. There's a bit of uh, conspiracy about uh, Freemasonry and all that. But still, no, because it's six-pointed star Should have been a menorah. Born that should have been a cross on the flag. But it was, oh, there you go, Ben. Uh, so basically, it's the anniversary. My goodness me, this should be not Anzac Day, but 31st of October should be our Anzac Day. It was a victory because of 8,000 five thousand, eight thousand Germans, there you go, in Germany, and, and Turks actually were defeated by 800 Aussies with angels on horseback. I met these people uh, when I drove a cab. They said they saw it. It's true. So that, also this year, we have 7th of June, 1967. I actually lived it. Uh, with a Yiddish boy, Tommy, God's in this. It was a God victory. I didn't even teach it at West Point. This is a big, big year. I'll give you the mic. <laughs> All right, let's give Jesus a shout.
1: So, Israel, you're a legend, Nevin. I love you. Uh, did you know? I think it was uh, Lonnie Frisbee preached his first message on Mother's Day. Uh, really, that was the the uh, the opening of the Jesus People Movement too. So, Mother's Day is very special for a number of reasons. I've got a very special announcement today, and I've got a couple of friends that just decided to call me during the church service. So we've got Ben Fitzgerald and Maddie Montgomery here. Let's say hello to Ben and Maddie. You might not be able to see them, but I'm going to put the mic to the phone speaker. And we have got a really important announcement. We want to tell you first, but please don't put it on social media yet. Is that right? All right, you tell them. Here we go. We may as
2: well may as well spread the word now it's mother's day it's a good day for celebration but um our empowered conference uh we've been dan and i have been deliberating about what we should do and the holy spirit really put us in in our heart to invite somebody who maddie knows as well and uh and he's just a really amazing man and this man um he really feels from the lord actually that he's supposed to be there with us and so this year for The Empowered, but actually it's going to be a pre-awakening event for next year, this guy too, like he's a really different kind of stream to us, but he's such a man of God, isn't he, Matty? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Incredible, man of God. incredible man. Yeah. And uh, and he loves the Holy Spirit and he loves teaching people and he's really got a heart for what we're doing in Australia. So this year, John Bevere is joining us. Yeah. So um, that's...
1: And Maddie and Ben are joining us again. Yeah, yes.
2: You'll be there. Oh, yeah. Family. Can't wait to be back. Come on, come on. Yes. <laughs> Making it mega awkward. Hey, uh, spirit of awkward. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Hey, um, yeah, we, we can't wait to be there. We're going to let John do at least one session, like, because we reckon he's pretty okay. So, and then... um. And then Daniel will do probably the majority of them, and then Maddie and I'll be catchers, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: The yeah, sure ushers will take up the. Am I might need to give some training first. Yeah,
2: and <laughs> 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 I think Nevin should preach. Honestly, Nevin, he should probably be preaching. But...
1: No, he can preach actually. We're just
2: kidding. Hey, listen, Happy Mother's Day, guys. <laughs> happy Mother's Day. We missed you. We just got uh, done with seeing 3,000 people get touched by Jesus today in Deutschland in Germany, it was wild it was absolutely wild. man we love you guys I, I uh, you know I love, Ben lives in uh, here in Europe and I live in the United States and so we're sort of uh, a lot of the, the world is being represented right now just want you to know that you are family to us, Come on. we love you guys so much happy Mother's Day to you all know that Cheers. you're celebrated even all the way out of the United States all the way up in Europe uh, we we love you guys so much. We bless you. You are family to us. We'll see you
1: soon. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you guys. Great news. Thanks for the announcement. mom there? Say that again, bro. Is my mom there? Your mom's not here, but we'll we'll make sure we uh, we give her a big hug for you. Okay, when we see her. Okay. Give her give her all my
2: love. Awesome.
1: All right. Thank you guys. Let's give him a round of applause. Beautiful. See you soon. So, uh, John Bevere, who's heard of John Bevere? Who hasn't heard of John Bevere? All right, cool, you're in for a treat. He's a great Bible teacher, really solid man of God, and uh, I'm really excited to have him uh, a part of the Empowered. So basically, Empowered is going to, in some ways, we're going to take the fire... Brand off, Fire Church Brand off, because we really want to hand it over in terms of it being an awakening Australia event. Uh, The reason we do that is because we want to open it up to the wider body of Christ, and we want everyone involved. And really looking forward to the end of 2018 at the Etihad Stadium or whichever major stadium we use. Uh, So it's going to be great. We're going to see. It's not going to be different in terms of we're going to still have a massive outreach. We're going to see thousands of people activated going out onto the streets. We're going to need a big venue. So pray that we find the right venue. And uh, it's going to be wild worship. It's going to be powerful. And we're going to have some great teachings. So uh, yay, Jesus. Let's give Jesus some praise. All right. Now, we don't have heaps of time. We've got a very special uh, time for the moms shortly. And the children are going to be involved. They're up busy preparing something. I'm not going to tell you all the details. We're going to keep it somewhat a surprise. Uh, We have been on a series titled... Been on a series titled More Grace, and uh, we might show, have we got that, that pre roll ready? We might show that now. Let's show it just so you can get for those that weren't here somewhat of a recap of where, where we've been. <music> So, uh, great job, Matty. That was very good. That's not stuff ripped from YouTube. That's stuff that's homemade. So, let's give our media team a big round of applause. James 4 6 says, But he gives, capital H, who's that? God, James 4 6. He gives more grace. Everyone say, More grace. We talked about saving grace. What is saving grace? If you're saved here, you've got saving grace. If you're not saved, you're in the right place. But there's a saving grace for everyone that receives God through their free will choice. God uh, reaches out to them through His goodness, through, through His truth. He appeals to them, and through our free will, we say yes to Jesus, and He gives us grace. We're saved by faith, by grace, amen, not of works, lest any man should boast. But here we see in James 4, 6, He gives more grace. This is written to Christians. The context is to Christians. So we see that there's more grace possible for Christians. What is that? We began to unpack that somewhat. We looked at Ephesians 4, 11. I believe it includes the, the call of God on our life. He gives more grace for the call. And as you're found faithful, as you're, uh, as you're humble in your walk, that God gives more grace. And we go into detail here on how we get more grace. It says, Therefore he says God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. So we over the last month we began to try to define and unpack and really we could spend a lot more time on this because uh, we kind of only really scratched the surface. So I encourage you let it be a taste test for you to study it out in your own time. If we all need more grace in our life if we're going to see the destiny on our life fulfilled. Amen. And so here's the key. Here's the key to unlock your destiny. God gives grace to the humble, but resist the proud. It's a spiritual law. And uh, and we looked at gravity, for example. Gravity is a natural law. Gravity can be an amazing thing. And we gave the example of this iPad and how it sits nicely on this pulpit because of gravity. And I can read from the scriptures because of gravity. However, if I decided to test gravity... It would fall, right? I'm not going to do it now because my iPad's actually in there. It would fall to the ground. It's a natural law. It's not personal against the iPad. It's just that's the law in place, the natural law of gravity. In the same way, if we live a life, even as Christians, where we're proud, we have pride in our life, there's a resistance. We're not going to see the destiny, the doors of destiny open. There'll be a resistance. It's not personal. It's a spiritual law in place. And I believe some people knowingly are in pride, But there's also some people that even without knowledge, potentially they're walking in pride. And so we begin to unpack what does pride look like? What does humility look like? Because we want to be humble. We also looked at the fact that we are humble because we have Jesus in us and a part of our divine nature, because we're partakers now of His divine nature, is humility. But to see that lived out, we have a responsibility to respond to the ability that's in us. Can we say that again? You can write that one down. We have a responsibility to respond to the ability that's in us. We're free will agents. You can learn about the ability that's in you, but you still have a free will to respond to that. That's why it says humble yourselves because we have humility, but yet there's a, the onus is on us to humble ourselves. Amen? Does that make sense? So we have a We have a responsibility to respond to the ability that's in us now you guys know that one of the focal points this year is media and so we've been busy 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 during the weeks preparing some media for you what I've done is given my notes my sermon notes my uh, different scriptures rough form and I sent it to our media team and I've asked them and I haven't been involved in the production but I said look read through this And I want you to put your interpretation on helping to define through media what is humility, what is false humility, and what is pride. And so they've done that, and we've got some amazing people that have helped put that together. So uh, I'll get you to cheer for them, but let's watch it first, and then we'll cheer, because you might not like it. Or you might really like it and cheer extra loud, yeah? All right, so let's have a look at the first one. By the way... Anthea features on it too. All right. Here we go.
2: great job today. Oh.
3: Nah. But I mean, yeah, like, they've got to show up for something, right?
2: Yeah. (laughs) Um, so, could I just give you a
4: little tip, though? Well, at the end there, there's just a couple of little wrong notes.
3: Yeah, no, that would have been our sound guy. He's new, so...
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, bye. (sighs)
1: Okay. Awkward. All right so out of this three categories we've done three short films let's see a show of hands what do you think that represents out of pride false humility and humility uh hands up if you think that was false a representation of false humility give us a wave all right what about if you think that was uh an expression of humility sure What about the part where he said they've got to show up for something? That sounds pretty humble, right? Okay, what about uh, pride? Who thinks that represents pride? Okay, you guys are on it. You got that run right. Uh, So, by the way, that was really cool. Well done. You did a great job. Let's give him a round of applause. So we see there's a compliment that came, and it's like, oh, no, no. And he goes, oh, well, yeah, yeah. And the attention was, he he loved the attention. Well, they have to show up for something. Like, we're here for Jesus. But he's like, yeah, all the people are coming, you know, because of my guitar solo. And they got to show up for something. And uh, and it's interesting that when Anthea tried to give the tip or tried to give, you know, just some encouragement about improving on a particular area, we see that, uh, I love the face expression where he's like, you know, it was like, who are you to tell me? Like, I'm the dude that plays guitar, and I'm I'm the boss of the stage, and you're trying to tell me uh, how I can improve my set. And you'll see, rather than taking or taking the correction or even some advice, we see the expression of pride was to straight away blame, rather than be. Uh, looking at where they can improve and taking some correction, they look to blame someone else. That was the immediate response is, it's everyone else's fault. It's not my fault. Begin to blame ADO on the sound desk. And uh, so very interesting. But we know in Proverbs chapter 16, verse 18, the Bible says that pride precedes destruction. An arrogant spirit appears before a fall. Right, so we know there's a resistance. We know we can't have more grace. There's a spiritual law in place where there is a resistance. And if you continue to walk with that expression or that attitude or that mindset in your life, unfortunately, you will see destruction. You will see a fall. And so that's why God's appealing to us. He wants to give us more grace. He wants to mature us. And He wants us to be a people that walk in humility. Amen? All right. I like the sun. I like the sunnies, though. Where's Marie? She's a big fan of Sonny's being worn inside. Wondering whether she liked that. I think she's in kids' <laughs> All right, let's have a look at the next. We're just going to fly through this this morning because I really do want that time with the kids. So this is our recap. This is our conclusion. And this is our media take on the next one. Let's find out what it is.
4: Hey. Hey. I just wanted to say... Awesome job today. Ah,
3: no. I don't think so. I think yeah. I did really bad.
4: Oh, no. That guitar solo at the end was so cool. Nah,
3: man. I look, honestly, I'm I don't I don't try not to make it about me. And if you know, if anything I want to be a humble servant, just, you know, I'm here to serve and like I don't I don't think about myself. It's just about him. It's always about God, you know, like I'm I love God. I just you know, it's yeah.
4: Yeah. So. Well, hey, I loved it. So no, yeah, it's,
3: that's okay. Yeah, thanks.
4: Yeah. Awesome. See you next week.
1: Yeah. Yeah. See you then. See ya. Awkward. All right. Great job. Now this could be, this could be an interesting one because there's elements of truth to what this person said. Then, because uh, um. it is all about God at the end of the day. Um, but without giving away any more clues, I'd love to. Get your take. Hands up if you think that that represents pride. If you're smart, you won't put your hand up because we've already shown pride. What about uh, false humility? Okay, what about humility? Uh, You guys are too clever. All right, correct. It's false humility. And uh, although there were many things that he said that were correct, I love film and and picture because the body language in particular spoke um, loudly in terms of the way that he had his eyes down. He didn't even make con- uh, eye contact with Anthea. He like, just got his eyes down and often that can be a sign that someone is self-loathing. They don't have any confidence in, in themselves or in who they are in Christ and they're looking down and they don't want to take any compliment from anybody because in their own mind they believe that they're just no good. They're just a dirty sinner And, uh, you know, and they try to deflect any compliment because they hate themselves. And it's actually a form of false humility. But God wants you to be confident in who you are now that you're a Christian. You're no longer a dirty sinner. Uh, His blood, like Greg brilliantly explained this morning, has washed you clean. You are now a partaker of His divine nature. The Bible says you are beautifully and wonderfully made. He's given you gifts, and it's okay to take a compliment from somebody in fact Proverbs 27 2 says let another man praise thee it goes on to say and not thy own mouth a stranger and not thine own lips so we don't go around blowing our own trumpet but if someone wants to give you a compliment say hey well done you don't have to get all weird yeah just say hey thanks that's awesome I appreciate that and at the end of the day we're always pointing back to Jesus so we always give glory to God. So there's elements of truth to it, but we're not to hate ourselves. We're not to continue to put ourselves down in in thoughts in our mind, and um, but we're to thank God for who He's made us to be. We, we're confident in who we are in Christ. We call it Godfidence. Amen. We're confident in who He is. All right, our final film. Let's check it out.
4: Hey. Hey, how are you going? Good. Yeah, I just wanted to say, great job today.
3: Thank you, appreciate you saying that.
4: Yeah, pleasure.
3: Yeah, do you play music yourself?
4: Yeah, a little bit, actually. Ah, cool. Yeah, well, uh, do you mind if I give a little tip? Sure. Um, I just noticed that at the end there, um, you are just going to be careful playing the uh, flat seven over the major seven.
3: Ah, yes. You know what, I actually thought something sounded a bit funny, so, yeah, no, that's good. I appreciate that.
4: Cool, all right,
3: well, I'll see you next week. Okay. See you then. Cool, see ya.
1: All right. Beautiful. Uh, t- was able to take a compliment without getting weird. Uh, the Bible says in Philippians 2, 3, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, rather in humility, value others above yourself. Um, what I, I loved about this take of humility was the ability to say, hey, thank you for the compliment, but then, in some ways deflect whether it was just a natural thing where you point back and say, hey, what about you? Do you like music? And you begin to value the other person rather than just it's vain glory. It's all about me. But begin to uh, interact and, and talk about the other person as well rather than just themselves. So Philippians 2.3, this is a good one. You should underline this for your study on humility. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourself. What I also loved about this was that he was teachable. And one of the biggest signs of humility is someone that's teachable, someone that takes correction. And, uh, and at the end of the day, that's, that's what we're called to do as disciples, is to be teachable people. And uh, we want to continue to learn and grow in God and go from glory to glory. Amen. He was willing to take the advice from others and take that advice on board. So, Anthea, let me ask you something. Out of all of those, hey, those two seem to have a little bit of chemistry on, on, uh, on the set there. They're married, by the way, Ben and Anthea. Uh, who would you marry out of those three characters? <laughs>
2: um, I'd say the last one. The last one. Yeah, yeah.
1: Humility. God married. gives grace to the humble, right? And, uh, and it's true. Like, who would you want to employ? even from a non-spiritual point of view. Who would you want to be with? Someone that is humble, someone that has false humility, or someone that has pride? And in the same way, there's favor and there's grace that comes on us when we learn to walk in humility. Amen? So let's give Jesus some praise. And let's thank the media team and for that presentation and their take on humility. False pride, uh, false humility, and pride. All right, I'm going to invite the mum of the house now up. Let's give Chelsea a round of applause. <laughs> Chelsea's just got back. Yeah, let's. Thank you, Chelsea. She's a be- a great mum. She has been in Gosford and she's been invited to just got back actually from teaching a number of sessions there was a conference called women on the Frontline," and uh, a number of great speakers um, that represented different spheres of society if I'm not mistaken um, so leading um, speakers and people in leading in business and I might let you share on that in a minute but I uh, did a great job ripped it up and people are sending me photos and packed house and people just giving their life to Jesus and So it was awesome. We're thinking about bringing that here as well, that conference. It's uh, by Patricia King and James Gole, I think, founded it, didn't they? And so uh, it's something really powerful. We believe that women are really beginning, there's an army of women really beginning to rise up knowing who they are in Christ and really beginning to lead in different spheres of society and taking ground for Jesus ultimately, yeah? So I've invited Chelsea to come and encourage the mums, and then we're going to call the children out, and we're going to invite all the mums in the house up. And uh, and we've decided to have a shorter service this morning as best we can because we know that you've got your lunches, no doubt, with families today. And so, um, yeah, awesome.
4: Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all your amazing mums. I just want to share as mum of the house, it's not always a... Um, it's not always an easy job being a mom. It has its own challenges of its own. Um, it really does put you through the refiner's fire in character. Um, you know, just just learning how to, you know, love these little people and and just to train them and guide them in the ways of God. And uh, you know, I wasn't brought up in a Christian home, but I still had my needs met, and I still had clothes, and I still had food, and all these other things, and I still had love. But there was no word of God. And I really want to um, challenge the mums and really encourage the mums to use every opportunity you have to sow in the Word of God to our kids. Like, I, oh man, I feel so privileged and so honored as a mum that I get to share the words of life with our children. Like, what a heritage that we get to. So there's no, there's no genealogy in my family. I'm not like a, you know, a second generation pastor or anything, nothing. I'm the forerunner for 14 years for my generation. You know, and Jesus, he doesn't just talk about one family. You know, genealogy is very important to Jesus, very important. In fact, he says, I'll bless your generation to a thousand generations. He speaks generationally, even in Matthew when you're going through it. And it's like this person begat this one and this one and this one. And it's like, it's not just written in there for just to fill in a bit of space. It's not mentioned in there just, to, just, to, you know, just as a filler. It's really important to God that we serve generationally. And so I'm the forerunner for for, for our family and just being able to sow that in. You know, they're God's children. Ultimately, we have them for a season, but God entrusts us to look after them. And the most valuable thing that you can sow into your child are the words of life. Because they're eternal, they'll never pass away. And it says, if we would be diligent and faithful to do that, if you train your child in the way they're to go, When they're old, they'll not depart. And I was, you know, at this women's conference and I saw these amazing generations the grandma, the mum, the children, the children's children, and I just saw such a rich um, heritage. Of that, God just doesn't want us to serve it and then our children go bad and don't serve God and then there's this up and down thing like kings. One generation served, one was worse. You know, the sons rose up worse, the next was okay. He doesn't want breaks in the generation. And as a mother, that's our responsibility and as a father as well, but as a mother of the home to really begin to teach and really sow into our children. They're God's children. They're God's, you've got them for a season. And it says wherever we sit down, we lie down, use opportunity even to teach them about prayer. You know, whatever it is, include them, teach them, show them, worship with them, teach them about the things of the kingdom. And I just want to go to, um, th- this, this guy blows me away in the Bible, but I just want to read this, 2 Timothy five. When I call to remembrance the unfeigned, unshakable, unmovable faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice. And I am persuaded that in thee also." come on, that's the generations. That's not even talking about the fathers, not that the fathers aren't important, because they absolutely are. But that's really honoring and really speaking about the grandmothers, the mothers, and sowing that into our children. And so we don't want to be, you know, I, I don't expect that our children are going to go wayward, because I've trained them in the ways of God. And at the women's conference, I heard this lady sharing her testimony, and she got up, and she'd never left God. I'm like, That's amazing. That's amazing. I'm like, what a testimony that she's just known God all her life, just been brought up in the things of the kingdom, just been completely sown into the word and never got into that rebellion, never walked away from God, but is serving God with all her heart. And what a testimony. I want that for my children. I want that for their children. And so I really just I just really want to encourage you, Timothy. He was an outstanding man. In fact, they said to him that that they couldn't find anyone else like Timothy that would care for their souls like Timothy. He was outstanding. He was outstanding. He singled him out and he said that. There's no one that will care for you like like Timothy. And so I really want to just honour every mum in this place and, and just challenge you. To, to sow more in use those opportunities you've got them at home you're with them all the time just use every opportunity every opportunity even when I'm outside and I see you know a beautiful rainbow wow look at that guys you know and just start teaching them about why there's a rainbow and and what God meant about the rainbow and so everywhere we go creation I point out creation in fact speaking of creation thank you Jan for the beautiful flowers aren't they beautiful just beautiful. We really appreciate it. If anyone needs a good florist, Jan's your your lady. Hallelujah. And so just pointing out, just showing them the creator in everyday life, all the little things, just show them, teach them and guide them in those things. And I just really honor mums because I, I know what it takes. I've got four children. Um, but just to continue to be that nurturer. And, you know, when we love our children and we're not harsh with them and we're just hearted with them and we hear them and we respond to them and we love them, it enables them to have that good ground in their heart where they can hear and they can respond to God, where they're tender hearted and they're able to receive God's love even more. It's like we, we, um, we plow up that ground so it's soft for God just to just to be able to move through them. It's just awesome. So I just want to invite all the mums up to come up the front. We've just got some things um, some things for you to so come forward. We love you so much. Let's give it up for the mums. You guys are amazing. Amazing.
0: Thanks for listening to another message from Fire Church Ministries. For more messages like this one or for other information, check out our website at firechurch.com.au.